welcome back to the Racing Mindcast, the show to help athletes slow down their minds so they can race past their limits. I'm Chris Haig. And I'm Morgan Beckenbach-Davies. And we are continuing with our three-part section, so if you missed last week's Racing Mindcast, please go back and watch that, because we are trying a new format. In the first ten minutes, we are going to be talking about this topic, we're going to talk about gratitude, uh, but that first ten minutes will be our overall that's our psychology sports psychology what's been going on things that come up during the week that's going to be the the meat of the racing mindcast and in the second 10 minutes we are going to be doing what morgan we're going to be doing our food review so this week we're going to do protein bars but we might change it up every week make it cereal we might make it you know sports drinks we don't know yet we're just going to play around with it but uh, the second segment is going to be the Bayer Bonk segment, where we do some kind of a product review. And once again, that's covering. We had our own channel for Bayer Bonk, and yeah. now we're going to bring that over to so this and incorporate it into the racing so podcast. Coming over, and we're going to do a video on the Bayer Bonk page, just to say we've moved, and this is our new channel. Awesome. And then our third part, we are going to be doing our Year of Fear special. And if you have not checked out BraveheartCanada.com, please go there, check out the website, uh, and also head over to the blog part. If you check the resources tab and head our blog, you will see two articles, one from last week and then also one from Morgan and myself, where we've outlined a list of fears, and we're going to be capturing one each week. And we will dive into that more in the third section. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud, head over to our YouTube channel because we are streaming this live. Uh, well, live in the sense that we will be editing and recording this yes. uh, future. But we are um, alive. But we are alive and we are uh, kicking and ready to go. Um, I did not dress up for you all. I did shave, uh, have you noticed, but yesterday. I'm still in my, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> but I did wear my tank top and I did not put on makeup or do my hair. Um, so you're seeing us raw and in person. So if you are listening to just the audio, definitely head over to YouTube so that you can see our beautiful faces and even our wonderful super dog, Ethan, might make an appearance. You could hear him in the background as well. Uh, if you hear that shake, uh, that's chances are that is Ethan. He is our mascot. He uh, Bra is... Braveheart Canada mascot official. Chihuahua. So with that, let us dive into the first topic uh, the first section of the Racing Mindcast, Cultivating an Attitude of Gratitude. So I'll take a sip of coffee, Morgan. Tell us, what is gratitude? If you, if you could sum it up in a sentence, what would gratitude be to you? Um, I, I think it's, it takes a long time to kind of come to... What, uh, to a decision on, on what it means for you as an individual. But for me, I think it means um, taking the time out of your day to recognize where you are in the present and all of the gifts that can come from your present moment. Um, that's, that, that's deep. <laughs> I was going to say that's a bunch of crocs. Um, <laughs> no, but that's, 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 I think you hit it right on the head, but in our current culture, you hear it a lot. Oh, you need to be more grateful. You need to be more thankful. You need to give thanks. You need to be thankful for each and every single special snowflake. How can we cut through that and kind of get into 
gratitude more. Well, yeah. How could it's that, a very super? I find that's a very yeah. superficial. Yeah. You know, oh, let's let's all you know gather around the table yeah. and give thanks for what we have. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a Hallmark thanks, card. It sounds like a heart. How can we get away from the? And Hallmark there's nothing card? wrong with Hallmark cards, but I think they are just a card. So how do we like break it down into a kind of a stepwise? How can we incorporate more uh, moments of gratitude into our life in a tangible way that is feasible given, you know, the hustle and bustle of daily life? Mm -hmm. How do we kind of inject moments of gratitude into our pre-existing routine? So to go back to your definition, and I'm going to incorporate that into what I wrote down in my notes here is a feeling of thanks for whatever is going on in the present moment. Right. So I, I really liked what you said and I took a twist there of no matter what's going on, giving thanks for it in that present moment. Right. So that, that covers the why, what is it? Why though should we have gratitude? Mm -hmm. I think it, it changes your perspective on completely 180. Okay from thinking of everything as an obstacle into an opportunity. So instead of seeing all the things that you aren't doing, it's seeing all of the things that you have achieved so that you, if you're a numbers person, you can see that those are data points in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Your, you know, your parabola is not complete, but it is, it is showing you a trend line that gives you uh, a sense of a light at the end of the tunnel. You're not at the end, but it reminds you of how much you have achieved. Makes you ask the question, is there an end? Or is it just a new beginning? The end of the goal. The end, oh. To, which the is end like, of a goal a, is just the an, beginning exactly. of, a, of, of a new goal, of a one, new beginning. One goal, door of a goal closes and another door of a other goal opens or something. Very mixed metaphor-y. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think you hit it straight on the head, especially for athletes, tying that into the athletic and the sports psychology realm. The reason for gratitude is it helps you enjoy the process more and contextualize those data points. So I think a lot of athletes, especially when they're looking at you know, their training peaks metrics, they like to see their training as a linear linear line that mm -hmm. every single workout is going to be better than Make the workout break. before. Yeah. Every single week is going you're going to be fitter than the week before. Yeah. And then you have this nice linear plot that you're always right. going to be faster. And we know that it's we know that's not going to really happen. No. You will have injuries, hopefully not, but you will have ups, you will have downs, you will have days where you're feeling yeah. like crap. You're you will have days where you're feeling fantastic and you're just yeah. nailing workouts. And it's gonna be zigzaggy, but as as long as the zigzags are going on an upward, you know, means line, whatever the statistical line of best fit is. Line of regression? Possibly. Um, but as long as the overall trend is upward, I, I don't think it should be that big of a, a stress to see that things are going whoop, 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 up and down, up and down. So with gratitude, you're able to see to ride those waves of anxiety that when you yeah. are feeling bad, you yeah. don't stress out about it. Well, if you have a bad workout, it means being able to flip the bad workout into a workout that provides opportunity to do, uh, to see, uh, see some good in it. Even it's, yeah. it's being able to salvage a bad workout mm -hmm. based on your mindset. I think it's also, it's disentangling it's taking away the label of that. Yeah, exactly. I think with approaching something it's with an attitude of gratitude, you take that quote-unquote bad workout where your paces might be slower and, and say, 
I'm thankful for being able to do this workout. This workout is not good nor bad. This is just a workout. And just being able to go out and experience this is a huge blessing and it's it's a success right there like getting on on the bike or getting your shoes on getting out the door whatever your sport is being able to do that in the first place is a victory and this is a pretty cool opportunity yeah to be able to do that mm-hmm. one caveat there that I, I find myself falling into is that people say oh i should be feeling grateful and i think right. when you when you incorporate that should word yes. you automatically start beating yourself up for you're not shooting being, on yourself <laughs> you're shooting, thank you sex in the city exactly. um, i didn't know that was a sex in the city thing you until. did I, no i love that expression and then someone said you know that's from sex in the city i, I think you you told I, me that. i told you that and i'm sorry i burst your bubble yeah <laughs> and so but don't shit on yourself uh to quote sex in the city it's a good line instead say I'm going to take this opportunity. My paces aren't where they, my paces aren't where I think I wanted them to be, but that's okay because I'm out here. I'm enjoying myself. I'm healthy. I'm happy. I can, I need to step back, step away from the data Mm -hmm. points. And when you step away from the paces and the metrics Mm -hmm. and start to spot things in your environment of, oh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool scene right there. You know, the, the water so placid or the, the hustle yeah. and bustle or the, the rustling of the leaves in the trees. That's a pretty cool sound. Or that's a cool house right there. Mm-hmm. Or that's an awesome dog. When you take the opportunity to step away and dive deeper into the present moment, that allows gratitude to flourish. It also um, gives you the opportunity to realize that your performance on a given day does not define you as a person and that your numbers are going to go up and down throughout the course of your life so you're not defined by the by the numbers of the day or one failure does not define you any more than one success defines you and so bringing yourself back to okay what is it why am i doing this am i getting out of it what i had hoped in terms of Am I getting fitter? Am I getting a boost of endorphins, which is, you know, making me, you know, more alive? Mm-hmm. Like, am I, am I doing something good for myself and my body and my mind? And I think all of those answers will be yes, regardless of your times. One pitfall a lot of people fall into, both athletes and non-athletes alike, when they're talking about gratitude, is they feel like it's a denial of difficulty and I think what we're saying here is that gratitude is not a denial of difficulty rather it's an acceptance of difficulty Mm -hmm. and you're accepting the honesty of the present moment in good situations and bad situations and accepting that difficulty and actually turning that difficulty and saying thank you for this difficulty because it will make me stronger Mm -hmm. that takes gratitude to a whole nother level and i think two difficult situations where athletes feel this and could use gratitude and we talked about this before the podcast we talked about two things first off is when you start to compare yourself to other people uh, via social media or in your own head when you see them that I think is the first difficult situation where gratitude can be an antidote. And you brought up something great where it gratitude 
allows us to, keeps us going. Do you want to talk about that more? Of its gratitudes usually when we only, we only give thanks when we mm, have reached yeah. or achieved a goal? Yeah, well, I know for myself that my reluctance to um, maintain a grateful mindset is because I'm afraid or I was afraid that being grateful was the same thing as being complacent and that if you're grateful it means you're not going to keep striving for better um, and I think it's very important to recognize that you can be grateful in the moment but not satisfied that you can continue to strive for better and there's always room for improvement but that uh, remaining in the present will also um, remind you of how far you've come and will fuel you to keep going. So giving your doses, your, yourself doses of moments of gratitude are kind of like the little goo shots that you give yourself along the road towards the finish line. It is not what you reward yourself with at the finish line. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think that, oh, okay, I will be grateful when I've won, or I'll, I'll be grateful when I have, you know, reached the end of my story arc. Mm -hmm. But I think it's much more uh, useful to um, feed yourself moments of gratitude along the way to keep you going on your path to said goal. And then once you've reached said goal, to continue on to next goal, and so on and so on. That so, it's it's kind of, it's 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 your carrot approach rather than the stick. Mm -hmm. It's it's the thing that keeps you going. It's your internal coach voice. So when I see a person on a new cool bike, mm -hmm. and that person just had an awesome workout, and their paces or watts are faster than mine or bigger than mine. Mm -hmm. How can I use gratitude to step back from beating myself up when I'm comparing myself to others? Well, you don't know who, you don't know that person's life. You don't know if that's their bike. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know anything about their inner demons. Like they right. could think that they have nothing in the world. They could think they're a horrible human being, but it's not about them that I think you should recognize how far you've come as a person mm -hmm. and as an athlete. So that's, that's the gratitude component. Yeah, that you, th giving thanks for how far I've come as an athlete. Regardless of the people around you. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if the person next to you has a Ferrari. For all we know, you know, they are the most depressed person in the world and we should feel compassion for them. But I think turning it back onto yourself and saying, wow, I have come a really long way in 14 years. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, things could have been very different for me. Um, they could be better, but they could also be way worse. Um, and I'm not done yet. So, giving thanks for what you've experienced and what has yet to come. Yeah, looking forward to what's to come. Like, we could be that person next to us that we, that we covet. Yeah. <laughs> In, you know, two months, five years, we don't know. Let's also, I think the other part, so the, the first part where athlete circle is that comparison. Mm -hmm. But let's also talk about injury uh, yeah. and athletes and injury, because that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. uh, having gone through many injuries myself, it's hard to, it's hard to give thanks when you're injured because you're not able to do the things you love. Yeah. And 
your athletic identity is tied up in mm -hmm. your athletic activity. And so when you're not actively doing those activities, it's very easy to lose sight of that fairly significant part of your identity. And so if you haven't nurtured the other part, part, you know, pieces of your identity, it can be incredibly, you know, earth shattering. Um, and you can fall into depression very quickly. Yeah. Um, so I think so how, how can gratitude how, pull us how, out of that? how can you pull us out of that so I think um, taking the time to give thanks for the opportunity for rest mm -hmm. is very important and it's also an opportunity to strategize for how to be an, a better athlete once you are mm -hmm. at your you know your recovered state right. how, how do I take the time like since I have this time off how am I going to strategize uh, a protocol that will make me even stronger as an athlete? How can I optimize my nutrition? And having that extra time gives us the ability to better plan for when I do have my body back in a hundred percent level. How can I, you know, go up, up and away? So my, I can definitely relate to that um, because when I was dealing with my last major injury, injury which was my uh, stress fracture in my hip, uh, it's that I went through a process, and I think retrospectively, incorporating gratitude helped with that because in that first couple weeks when I was diagnosed, I was frustrated, I was angry, but diving into the present moment, I was able to say, all right, I'm feeling this and just label it and just be with it because mm -hmm. it's natural to feel those emotions mm -hmm. and we shouldn't deny those emotions because they're going to pop up. Yeah. So in that first couple of weeks or couple of days saying, this is anger that I'm feeling or this is sadness that I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Whenever I saw a runner or a biker go by, I was like, oh, I wish yeah. I could be doing that. But saying, you know, this is sadness that I'm feeling. This is anger that I'm feeling. This is frustration that I'm feeling. I wish I could be doing this, but let's step back and accept reality. Let's accept this injury. Yeah. What then, second step, what can I do rather than what can't I do? Exactly. And that's what that's what you were saying. For me, I found, well, I have all this extra time. I can A, focus on my rehab so yeah. that I can come back stronger from this injury, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. B, I can focus more time on the things that I enjoy, like being with my wife. I don't need a 100% healthy femur to spend time with my wife and enjoy, enjoy LA and enjoy being with my wife and my dog. And then also I have more opportunity to spend with my students and an opportunity to focus on my teaching. So listing out what you can do and giving thanks for what you can do and putting that into the larger context with gratitude, mm -hmm. putting that those items that you can do and giving thanks for those and lifting them up to the larger process and putting them in the larger process makes you not get caught up in this roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, and it also gets you out of bed. I mean, mm -hmm. it gets you out, um, gets you out, gets you motivated, and having the athletic mindset towards recovery mm -hmm. is a great tool. To every time, like every chance that you get to practice giving thanks or you know, you know having those gratitude moments, it it reinforces certain neural pathways in the mind to be able to handle with obstacles even better 
with each subsequent, you know, pitfall because you've been practicing these these tools, these mental, you know, tools that each time something happens, God forbid, um, you're able to cope with it even better because you have this, you know, cognitive toolkit at your disposal to say, okay, I can turn this on its head, look at it in a positive way and say, okay, what can I make with this? How can I turn these lemons into lemonade? Sorry, Beyonce, I've completely ripped you <laughs> off. Um, but you know what I mean? And she does have hot sauce in her handbag. Anyway, that's... Final note, because we do have to move on to yeah. the Buy It or Bonk, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to. I'm getting hungry myself, and I'm, I'm looking forward to those bars. But let's leave the listeners and the viewers out there with two things that they can start doing. Mm -hmm. Tools that they can start incorporating in their everyday life to create this attitude of gratitude. Right. I'll I'll start. My first thing is start to be more mindful. So take set a reminder on your phone, do a mindful moment, but whenever you can, whether it's in traffic or whether it's taking the dog for the walk or whether you're sitting down for a meal, step back and say, this is what's going on right now. This is reality. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm tasting. This is what I'm feeling textually, also feeling emotionally. This is how my body is feeling. These are the points of contact that I'm experiencing, whether it's my feet on the floor, my back on the chair. Take those moments to be mindful because gratitude, I think, naturally will develop when you are present in the moment. And more aware of yourself mm -hmm. and your surroundings and your thoughts and your circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, Falling off from two. that, I would I would recommend setting a consistent time each day. So decide on a time that um, is fairly, you know, open throughout the whole week. So say it's six o'clock in the morning before you take the kids to work, uh, to, work to, to school or, you know, between, you know, college courses but a time of day that you have available to you at every single day or thereabouts mm -hmm. um and set that time aside as your your time to um uh, practice um thank um gratitude um and i would also just in the beginning um especially um write it down Write down at least... So that's tip two, write it down. Yeah, write it down. Write down three things that you are grateful for that day. And I would add a rule to that. You can't repeat. Mm. That Because when we, we, we started doing... Uh, we, we did a... Um, we had a pretty good streak of what we were grateful for yeah. at the end of the day, and I would love to start that up again. But we had a rule when we did that is you can't repeat. So yeah. after the first couple of days, we had, oh, I'm thankful for my wife creative. and my dog and yeah. I'm for my job. And then after that, it started to get tough. Mm -hmm. And we really had to say, I'm thankful for little Roman beating up another kid because it brought out emotions it brought out emotions that I didn't know were present and I was able to deal with the situation yeah. and was able to diffuse pressure that had been building up. <laughs> that's a horrible example. but He's, you know, a, it was... he's a school teacher, so <laughs> this is where that's coming from. Yeah, it's like so a random. <laughs> it, it does, I think writing those three things down and saying no repeats, yeah. I think that's, I think that's a creative. great tool. You gotta really, uh, you know, dig deep. And I think it's it's really good, but I would I would definitely recommend writing them down in like a notebook or on a piece of scrap mm -hmm. paper, um, at least three things. 
Hey, you can go crazy if you want, I'll but, three. but three, three, three is good to start. Um, no, no repeating and try and be consistent. And I find what helps is keeping the time of day consistent mm -hmm. as well. So to recap, what is gratitude? Gratitude is a feeling of thanks for whatever is going on in the present moment. It helps diffuse anxiety. It helps diffuse depression. It helps you to experience the present moment. For athletes in particular, two things, two opportunities to practice gratitude is when you find yourself comparing yourself to others or comparing your present life mm -hmm. to a fictional life that you're projecting onto someone else, as well as when you're dealing with difficult times such as injury. And two things you can do there is to practice mindful moments throughout your life, both in good and bad times, and then also write those down and make sure you don't have repeats. So that, we went a little long there, but that was, that was a good discussion. So I hope you can find your attitude of gratitude sometime this week. If you know what you're thankful for, put three things in the comment section yeah. um, that you are That's grateful for. Uh, so right now, for me, I'm grateful to be able to have this platform to be able to talk to and interact with audience members as well as my wife. I am thankful for... Uh, being in a place of security that I'm able to do this, um, both with my feelings of myself and with my environment. And I'm also thankful for... Oh, I'm thankful that we've got two different, delicious different types of protein oh, bars. Oh, you took mine. I'm, I pivoted there. I pivoted. That was a perfect <laughs> pivot. Uh, but what what are your three, Morgan? Okay, well, I am grateful. Final notes. I am grateful for clean water. I am grateful to be able to do this with my husband and all of you guys. I can't see you, but I'm sure you're there. And I am grateful for a dog who is sleeping rather yes. than jumping up. Yes. I am very thankful for Knock that. Knock on wood well. that he stays that way. <laughs> anyway, pivoting. Pivoting to buy it or bonk. My favorite, well, I wouldn't say my favorite part, but one of my favorite parts. It looks like it's your favorite part. <laughs> it is. I'm very excited because what do we have today? Okay, so we got two ones. One is from Canada, one is from the States. Uh, what do you want to start with? All right. Uh, I will introduce him first. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a, we have, um, a, I'm not going to hold it up yet, but it's a, one of the newer flavors of Oya One Bar. It's the blueberry crumble or cobbler? Blueberry, uh, blueberry cobbler. That's cobbler. It. Um, so fairly new and fairly summery as we are in the dog days of summer. We and are not going to pumpkin spice season quite yet. No, gosh. We are still in summer. It is not fall. We Instagram are going to seems in to think it's fall. <laughs> yeah, Starbucks has not released the pumpkin spice latte the yet. The PSL is not out. It's your Trader Joe's is caved. A lot of people are caved. Okay, and so, this anyway. is uh, one from Canada. It's called Daryl's All Natural Protein Bar, and this is one of their newest flavors. It's s'mores or campfire mm -hmm. s'mores, um, and we'll have pictures at the end uh, so you can take a better look at all the packaging. So two iconic summer treats: blueberries and. Yeah. We actually went to a uh, farmer's market, um, farmer's market on uh, yesterday, uh, and we just had the, the best blueberries. Yeah, uh, tis the season. Tis the season. So, so, what do you want to start with, s'mores or blueberries? Uh, let's start with blueberries and save s'mores okay. for a second. So, this is the blueberry. Here you are, sir. 
and I will hold this up. So it's got a, looks like a vanilla coating and that's the inside. So you see something, some chip of something in there. Hold on. Uh, but okay. two layers, most likely blueberry and vanilla. Okay. So we will- Macro-wise. Macro-wise, uh, read them yeah. out. And we'll have these flashing across the screen, most likely right now. So we have 220 calories for the bar, mm -hmm. eight grams of fat, uh, 105 sodium, 24 carb, 10 fiber, one sugar, of course, and 20 protein. Sweet. So a typical bar. Whoa, blueberry. Yeah, you smell the blueberry. Whoa. Um, That's like a cartoon blueberry. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's... Then again, I've never had a blueberry crawler. So part three here is the year of fear. And... We, uh, you, you were just saying you were going to get a, a manicure. Um, well, or, I, I got one. It's not very visible. You should Instagram it. That's good. Uh, my fear is drinking a real beer, and I'll write about this more yeah. on my blog post. We're both um, come, post coming up this weekend. But uh, the reason why I am scared to death of drinking real alcohol. Um, is because of fear of losing control. So it's always, for me, been very tied up into emotions of when I'm feeling depressed or when I'm feeling sad, I would go for a drink, which is why I usually don't drink. It's because I don't want to get um, entangled, dependent or entangled in those emotions. Um, but I want to have a real beer, um, no light stuff, so I'm going to go local. Uh, and I also want to just experience it and not have to... Fear of losing control. I think that's the that's the major part, and I want to prove to myself that I'm not going to lose control. I am going to be okay. It's not going to sink my athletic career. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go on a ten thousand calorie binge, um, which I if I did, I would definitely video record it and post it online for likes. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that will not happen. Uh, and also, it's not something that I need to be afraid of, and that's why I'm doing it. So I'm gonna we're going over to uh, Bar Harbor. Uh, this weekend to visit my dad and there's a lot of great breweries there so i'm going to pick up a nice ipa or something or a lager or uh, i don't think i'll go hard cider i think i'm gonna stick with a beer um and just enjoy it something that i can enjoy and savor and experience with my dad um because i actually you know, I've, I've never had a drink with my dad uh so it'll be fun to experience that uh and i think that's I think it's a good way to conquer my fear. So stay posted on that. Stay, uh, we're going to uh, post a blog on Sunday mm -hmm. on BraveheartCanada.com with those two fears that we can now cross off the list. Yeah, I, and I don't know if I explained fully why manicures are a fear of mine. It's not It's not the manicure itself. Like, I'm not afraid of my fingers right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it is going to a place outside of my social circle, outside of my kind of cultural circle, because mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with... A really girly mom who you know dolled me up and stuff I'm, I was a real tomboy and I didn't I wasn't ever really interested in it so it always intimidated me and so this is just me getting out of my comfort zone taking myself less seriously um, and it also kind of doubles as self-care like I really undermine my own self-care because I will always find excuses um, that you know, I'm not worth it, or it's just silly, or, you know, it's overrated. And this is just reinforcing to myself that, no, you deserve to take a little time out of your day to just do something symbolic to, you know, be thankful for, you know, 
new experiences. And I think that a lot of the stuff on our list is not necessarily fears it's as a in challenge. horror fears. Yeah. It's putting ourselves in circumstances that there, we typically yeah. don't. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable, you know, postures, if you yeah. want to put it in yoga terms. There are postures that will kind of stretch our mindset and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of you know, bend us in different ways and make us, you know, stretch new muscles. And that's what we're all about on the Racing Mindcast. I think that, I think that's a, I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. So with that, uh, that finishes and concludes this week. Make sure you check out the show notes um, with timestamps in there. Also go to BraveheartCanada.com. For those watching at home, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because you got more videos coming your way throughout the year. Alrighty. With that, I just wanted to, we wanted to leave off and remind you, don't forget to breathe.